special mini-series between AB Talks and Red Bull, I sit down with Sian Garnier. I really hope you enjoy the interview, and if you want to see the video version, go to my YouTube channel. Enjoy. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. The funny thing is, by the way, whoever is watching this, there's nothing on Sian online. <laughs> In an age where you are big on social media, it's really interesting that my team comes to me and says, by the way, there's not much that we can find. So either this is luck, but I don't think it's luck, or you did it on purpose, that you're extremely private. You only show one side of Sian to the world. Correct? Exactly. That's uh, like, I want to show a lot. It's like a magician, you know? You show this, mm. so you look my hands. Well, actually, I'm hiding the real stuff here. So actually, um, Sian is, uh, is what allowed me to talk to people. Uh, it's the product I fashion to, to be able to connect with many people around me, to be able to express myself, because uh, the day, the, one of the most important days for me is I understand I didn't want to be a football player. I just want to connect with people. As soon as I get this idea, I just make myself to be able to talk to everyone and I just build Sian. And I just want to showcase Sian, that's it. And Sian is not your real name? Sian is not my real name. My real name is Arnaud Garnier. But I don't hide it. It's just like when people call me Arnaud, I know this guy come from before. Okay. And when someone call me Sian, I know this guy know me as a, the freestyler. And it's helped me to uh, how I, I, I should be with this guy, yeah. So I'm going to start using the second name. <laughs> no problem. Um, I've read with different um, athletes that they create uh, another personality and it makes them perform differently. For example, I think it's called an alter ego, something like that. And it's like Diego and Maradona. And when you watch the uh, documentary of Maradona, his family talks about him and they say, Diego is the human, the one who will feel sad or depressed or happy or joyous. It's the human, right? And Maradona is untouchable. He's a football god. He, is, he goes, he wins, he has no feeling. He's a champion. He doesn't show the weak side of him. Do you feel for you, this is what you did with Sian? Is it to separate the, the human being than what the public sees? Uh, in a way, yes, but I just like fabric Sian in a way, I, I avoid all my weakness. So basically in my story, I wanted to be a football player back in the day. Uh, I, was going, I was playing in Auxerre, I played in Troyes. I reached the professional side, I was playing in the highest division, training with the pro for two years in the, in the half. Uh, of course, injuries, uh, I, 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 I took time to, to reach like, uh, the contract, you know, to, to be able to live from football. And in the same time, uh, with injuries, I was trying to, to let's say, uh, make myself in a different way. So I like to do skills, but every time I was doing skills on the, on the pitch, every football trainer, no, don't do this. Why you don't pass the ball? But I just scored the goal. Why you tell me it's wrong? No, but you should pass the ball. You know, the philosophy of football is really like that. So. Um, let's say, uh, the first day in my life I did a show, 
My name was Arnaud. I was really, really shy. I didn't want to enter to the stage, but my friend told me, yes, I saw you during two months. You were training this. Come to me. I bring you in a special place. You do some tricks and people will be happy. I'm like, okay, so, but call me in a different name. And you know, I have this hair. So everybody called me Sean Paul at that time. <laughs> okay. So I, I went to the stage and he said, okay, we have Sean Paul. He came from Brazil. He don't speak French. Uh, and I took them. I said, no, my name is Sean and I'm going to show you what, I'm I'm, I'm, what I do. And I did some move and I see the reaction of people was amazing. And at that time, I was thinking, why I spending 19 minutes on the football pitch to get one second of reaction? In two minutes, I get the smile of everybody. So I was like, this is what I want. I want to connect with people. I want to create smile. So as Arnaud, as a football player, I was really shy. I had many ideas, but I couldn't express myself. I wanted, I wanted to play midfield number 10, but I was left-footed, so they, they put me on the left side. And I was always under something. And I just like create Sian. Mm. He put his own rules. He do what he wants. And it allowed me to, to, to develop myself and become who I am now. Sian was created while Arnaud was playing football? Um, no, it was at the transition. So as soon as I understand it will be hard to, to be a football player and find a new club, um, I don't know, I get opportunity like that. It, like I get a show, like a freestyle show. I was not freestyler, but my friend called me and said, okay, come to me and do what you do in the pitch, but do here. And there was all this street football tournament at that time, like with other brands. And I played 3v3, 4v4. And every time I finish a fin final. And one day, there is a, a national tournament. So from regional, I qualify. Then national, I won it. Then they bring me Sidney Govou in one-on-one -on -one in the cage. Then I nutmeg him. And all the media came, wow, what was this move? Can you do it again? And I realized, like, I get all French media in front of me. So it's a big marketing tool because back in the days with no internet to reach a new club, you need to write your CV, send by post. Uh, eventually you have a VHS, you send your video, but it was really hard Correct. to have a new agent, new manager. And with these tricks, I could reach everyone. So it changed my life. It changed my conception of, uh, of thinking. So I just like, okay, I have an opportunity now. Just I'm going to go 100% on... I don't know where I'm going, but I just like the fact every time I go somewhere, I do these tricks, it affects people. So I need to continue in this way. Mm. How was your childhood? My? Childhood. So I'm, I come from a really uh, shy family. Uh, we live in a suburb, uh, like a small village of 5,000 5, people. Uh, my parents, they work in the same uh, uh, company. My uh, mom is a secretary. My uh, father is, um, is the one who handles all the workers. He tells them to do what they have to do. And I, so I was a fan of football and my, my father was a goalkeeper. And he wants me to be a goalkeeper. Mm. So I start as a goalkeeper. And it's funny because I have a picture um, back in the day when I was seven years old, called me the showcase goalkeeper. So even as a goalkeeper, I had this way to do the show, but I didn't know. So I start as a goalkeeper. Then when I understand it was too boring for me, I fight with my father to be a, a, a player. Yeah. Then that's how I, I, I grew up and I, I was uh, taken by Auxerre. 
Um, but yes, my parents and all my culture, they are really shy, really simple. Even when I become a freestyler, I didn't tell them. The first day I tell them is when I become world champion. My brother wow. called me, say, what you, what you do? Like you are on TV and I'm like, I was like, yes, I won the competition of freestyle because I know they will not understand. Even now they told me when you're going to have a new uh, a real job. job. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I just like, with my parents, it's really something like, uh, I don't talk really most of, most of the time. I, I just like, I like the way they are. They are simple, straight to the point. Mm. They don't care about anything, just the simple stuff. And when I come back home, it's make me get back to the normal. Yeah, yeah. The background, maybe the simplicity. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I read that you don't disclose their names. Nobody knows their your full parents' names or mother's names. Is that correct? No, uh, I think it's, it's I okay. didn't really like showcase them too much because they don't like it. Mm. But uh, yeah, like I made a documentary about that, and I want them to appear in this documentary, but they didn't want really. Uh, but I had the chance to have my father talking, so it was nice. But there are my parents, but there is also my grandparents. Okay. And uh, my grandparents is really, really important. Uh, so they live uh, in Auxerre, so the same city I was playing for. And uh, every time I didn't catch the bus the morning to go to the school. And I was calling my grandparents to, please, can you drive me before I'm late? And we have this special relationship uh, with uh, my grandparents, really. Yeah. And the uh, same, they are, they didn't see, they, they know what I'm doing now, but they didn't, they don't understand. Like, they, they always ask me, when are you going to change your job and become normal? And it's, it's cool in one way, I like it. You know what's the funny thing? I mean, you're fully French, right? Yeah. Mom and dad. It's the same thing we also as Arabs, or in the Asian community, uh, I was growing up, Nobody would think I should be a foot. No, get a normal job, be an engineer or a lawyer or a doctor. Nothing else. Those are the only like official jobs that their parents will be very proud of. Anything else, singer, artist, footballer, athlete, nobody cares. So it's very funny that even in, in France, you have the same challenge for them to understand. Maybe even today, imagine somebody going to their parents and saying, I'm a full-time YouTuber. They will not understand. Exactly. You know? I think family, like, family seems to be very important to you, the word family and what it means to you. And now you have your own family. Yes, like, it was always really important for me, family. And uh, also, like, give a good example, have a good value, all this kind of stuff was really important. And I don't, I'm not the type of, peop of guy who, who will give uh, lessons to anyone. But I'm really strict to so my rules, and uh, I try to to keep that in my mind. And even with my family now, I have two kids, I have a wife. Uh, we have the same process, let's say. And yeah, it's nice. It's nice. It keeps you on the the good road, I think. You keep mentioning uh, Sian, how uh, your family, your your parents, and just now. You said to keep you on the good road or the right road. Do you think this has been very important for your journey to 
to be grounded and modest and down to earth that whenever you go back home, your parents, they don't know that you're popular maybe as, or as popular. They don't know exactly what you do specifically or how, how many players or footballers or celebrities you deal with. So do you think that makes you a modest person? It makes you not forget where you're from? I think it's really important to not forget where you're from. And even now you have social media, everything is with numbers. So you compare yourself to, okay, this guy have 10 millions, the other guy have five, so I'm three, you know? Uh, even when you go at school, it's, uh, uh, I'm the first in school, you are the second, so everything is vertical. And I don't see the life like that, I see the life horizontal. We are all different, with all different quality. And um, for me, when I go back to, to family, and it's a, it's a way also to, um, to take inspiration in a different way, and take energy in a different way, and you, you take this energy, and when I'm in, front, in the middle of, of everybody, when I do my shows or when I do nutmeg against people, um, that's also how I can give back, because I'm, I'm trying to, to get the, the right energy, the right value, the right connection, and when I, I show, I do some shows, and there is a kid come to me and ask a picture, or there is someone who asks an advice, I will try to be normal because maybe I will be this guy. I was this guy one day. You know, I was uh, someone who wanted to have a connection with, for example, Ronaldinho. Let's say Ronaldinho. It was one of my best inspiration. Uh, and I, I took a, a taxi to see him training in Paris Saint-Germain, and I was dying just to have one ball with him, just to so show him what I can do with the ball because it was magic, but I was thinking, I can do like you, man. Like, I want to show you there is some, someone in the world can not be as good as you in football, but be as good as you with the ball. And I wanted to have this connection. But I remember the ball came to me, I passed him, but he didn't care. And now, if there is a kid around me or I do a show, my goal is like to connect with them because maybe I can inspire him, give an advice, we're going to change his life, and he will win 10 years. He will, he will get this advice and maybe that's going to change his way to see the life. So, yeah, that's, that's a good uh, balancing when I, I go back to family or, and I get inspiration. I try to, to get this image of being normal, being humble and give this example when I, I'm in the middle of uh, my show or when I meet people. Mm -hmm. Do you think you're still shy inside? Not as shy as before, but yes, for certain, for certain stuff. Now I'm saying, so even when we start the interview, I'm like, I changed my character. But really? at the beginning, I was shy. So yeah, even when you say, it's going to be tricky with this guy because I play the game, I, I, I'm, I'm saying. Mm. But inside, I'm, I'm really shy. I'm really like, what is going to happen? You know, <laughs> all this kind of stuff. And, uh, but I know in the world, um, the form, is, it's, it's important. Like, it's really important to, to not, come on, subir. It's really important to not. Um, I'll help you. You tell me what you're trying. Subir. Come on, pour dire subir. Like when I was uh, in football, like I wanted to say something, but I couldn't, and I didn't take my chance. In the world, you should not wait. You should try. You should. Uh, you should showcase, because if you have regrets, it's not good. So, or I take this interview, for example, for me, it's opportunities. Everything is opportunity. If I take this interview as shy, I will not say everything I wanted to say. Interesting. And if I 
maybe I will showcase too much of myself. Maybe I will, I will not. I will showcase too much of myself. No, because inside I'm, I'm humble. I know who I am. I know my value. So it's okay. It's fine. I'm fine with myself. So mm. I take everything as opportunity and. Being this character is a good security because I can I can try I can try I can try I can try and that's how you succeed because you try, you know. And how much have you tried? How much have you worked to be with these guys sitting on this chair to achieve what you've achieved your titles? I think you make it sound very simple, but I'm assuming I'm pretty sure I would put money on it. There was a lot of work. There's a lot of work even, like I play football, but not to your level. But to do one trick, even the, I don't know what Shifa. you call it. Yeah, it took me a long time to keep, 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 keep doing it and then to actually do it in front of people, like naturally. It takes hours of work. So this is a small example, but to everything you do today, to the spectrum of skills and tricks that you show, the competition is high, you know, Sian. How did you? How much work was put in all of this? I think it's not the the time, but it's the passion. Like you don't feel tired when you like really what you do. And I didn't know when I started. I didn't know who I wanted to be, but I know I wanted to be with my ball all the time. So my goal was to just be able to express in any single situation. So, for example, before. Like when I start freestyle, the first challenge I faced was I go on the streets and I have to attract people. Just 10 meters around me, there is B-boys, dancers. They put the music, hello everyone, uh, we are the B-boys, we're going to do a show. Do you enjoy the show? No. I don't hear you, do you enjoy the show? And I see how they attract people. Me, when I start the show, I will just jungle the ball. Five, ten people stop, two minutes, they leave. First, how I can attract people. Then when I start to be really good at attracting people, making jokes, connecting with people, and I become famous as a street showman, I go back to some street football game or football game and say, oh, this is the freestyler, but he can't play football. And yes, it was hard to do tricks on the pitch or against people. So it's a different language, it's a different country. So I learned this language of how to play the tricks against people. Then after it's like, okay, you go to a TV show, Maybe you have 100 tricks, but you have only one minute. How can you can be attractive in one minute? Then after I start to be international, I speak really good in French, but how I can speak in English? So I couldn't express myself. So every single time was a barrier, like how I can attract more people, how I, in this field, in this new country, in this stuff. So it was not about like how many time I put as a trickster, but it was how many time I adapt my mind to be able to become more um, at attractive, basically. And I, this, is, this was the game, like be, be open mind 24 hours, basically. And try to learn from everyone. Basically, every time I see someone, I try to find his energy, see how he connect with people, what is his good point. That's really what I learned. I, I don't think I'm the best killer in the world. Like, that's my kind of title. I won the World Championship Freestyle. I won many street football tournaments. But there is guy in the world that can do crazy stuff with the ball, more than me. But what I, I was able to do is like, I, I learned every single uh, way to play with the ball and I'm able to do it in different situations and I, I have the chance. This ball means a lot for many people. 
So it's a good tool for me to connect with people. Mm. Yeah. So you'd say you're a student, yeah. you know, an ongoing student. Do you think you have to always evolve your art so that you stay relevant? You know, because you seem like you're a very good marketer, you're a very good showman, entertainer, and you're very skilled because there are a lot of skilled people that don't know how to market themselves or show themselves. And they can be the best person, but nobody knows anything about them. So you combined it and you made it equal to business also to, to live, you know? So, no, I think it's very interesting how you're an ongoing student. And I think to be an ongoing student, you have to be very humble. Because if your ego gets so big, you think you're the best, if you stop learning. Because you're not, you said, my mind is open. And I'm trying to take from things. I think that's really important. I'll switch. How does it feel being a father? So not Sian now. Sian, you put him on the side. It's feel, everybody will, will say it's feel great. But for me, it's a big responsibility. Because as a showman, I give a lot to everyone. And how I can give something special to my kids. This is like the biggest challenge for me. Like how I can give more than regular people. Because I'm on the road 24 hours. I'm playing in front of people. I do workshops. I, I do a lot of stuff connecting with people. And that's the feedback I get. Like, oh, you inspire a lot. You spend time with us. It was cool. How I can spend time more with my family while I'm developing what I'm doing. That's, that's my biggest challenge. And being a father, that's uh, my challenge. And I, 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 will, I go with the flow. I'm freestyle with that. Actually, I learned how to be a better father every day, how I can um, uh, teach to my kids the best uh, tools to live the life and be in this world, in this difficult world, actually. And they're still young, <laughs> but uh, that's... How old are you? How old one are year, old? one is one year and three months. The other one is two years and a half. Mm. No, they are young. Uh, I try to teach them some skills. It still don't work, actually. They like the cars, they like different stuff. But actually, I'm going to push them in any way they're going to go. So, because that's also what I, I face with my parents, basically. There is many roads. Um, we were not agree on. I wanted to go there. They want me to go this way. And uh, I want them to understand who I am and what I like. And that's what I'm going to do with my kids. Like, I will try to understand them first and see how they want to be and support them in this way. Even if I prefer the, them to be like that, I will try to understand and... Correct. Do you think you had um, a difficult relationship with your parents? Yeah really difficult because the most difficult things is uh, I was conversed as a Muslim when I was 15, 16 years old and they are not really religious and that was the biggest issue. You know what's interesting while you're talking about Islam, the Adhan Interesting, yeah. huh? Yeah. Okay, so at 15 and 16 you, did, you made a big decision. Yes. Why? So at the age of 10, 11, I was always praying, you know, in my bed before sleeping. I didn't know, nobody told me you have to do like this. Maybe I get influenced by 
the world or you know I get but I get baptized when I was younger or but I never really been to to the religion way and but I did that and I'm someone who always I always question myself even since I was really young like always make research always thinking how I need to know this is the thing so I start to read read books about history of religion how this happened who is God you know and uh, I think okay there is prophet and in a simple way if you have to follow uh, one of the prophet it's better to go with the latest because it's the most update yeah Interesting. so I see everything was um, connecting to me like all the value uh, simple stuff for at the beginning was no smoke no drink uh, be do the good around you you know no teaching people support people you know all this kind of stuff was really the same value as I have so I was really find myself into it because when you are playing football you are in a group of 15 guys uh, talking about random stuff no no big ideas, it's really a lot of um, rivality. And I didn't find the value into this world of uh, being a football, you know, in this football center formation of football. So it was a good refreshing to be able to go and read these books um, and find more myself into it. Then I did this decision, but I, I keep for myself for a long time. Nobody did it, know it, it's just a friend of mine <laughs> told this to the coach and the coach was really mad, I don't know why, he told that to my parents and that's where the fight starts. And that's also why I didn't tell them I was a freestyler because I knew they're not gonna understand I'm doing street show. You know when you say to people I'm, I'm doing street performance, for 80% of people you are in the street, it's, it's dirty, you know, but no, it's a big value. If you, are, if you go in the street and you can attract 200 people, you can sell yourself everywhere in the world. Correct. Really simple. So I know they're not going to understand that. So I keep for myself till the day I was credible in my own field. And so yeah, family was not really easy, but I understand them as well. I don't want to put the fault on, on, on them. I, don't, I know it's difficult with their background. They work every day, you know, and you don't have the time to open your mind. And I'd, I was lucky with my experience. I was always at the right place at the right moment to absorb the right information. So, It's interesting because um, I did uh, AB talks with my mother and in, uh, in that chapter she talks about how her mother, God rest her soul, um, she never told her that she loves her. Never. But then my mother said, I, I still understood that she didn't know better. Maybe her mother, her mother's mother, was the same with her mother. So she didn't express. So she's like, I wouldn't throw the blame on her. She just didn't know how to do it. To show. I knew she loved me, but she didn't know how to do it in words. But the interesting thing is my mother became the opposite. She expressed a lot to us. And I think, I think, that you're the same. What you did, because you mentioned it, you said with my parents, they didn't understand if I wanted to go to this path, they would close it. I want to go here, they'll close it. And I will not do the same with my kids. 
So I think you and my mother are similar in that aspect where what you didn't like in your past, you will make sure it doesn't happen to your children. And I think it's an important part of life because most people become a copy-paste of their parents, good and bad. And sometimes you have to just take the good and then anything that has a weakness, you make it... You progress with that. Absolutely. Um, I was also seeing uh, a YouTube video about a very famous athlete. It was about uh, Kobe Bryant. Uh, and the guy asked him, if I met you in high school and how dedicated you are to your basketball, what is, and I'm your cousin, how is the relationship? He's like, the relationship will suffer because my fam family knew that I had an objective and I will give it a lot of my time and attention and energy. So my question to you is, because you mentioned that it's a responsibility to be a father. There's a saying, anybody can be a, a dad, father, but not everybody can be a dad, something like that. So do you feel guilty that you're traveling, that you're not getting the normal father time, and then you have to work extra, but maybe you're too tired by the time you, you get time, you just want to sleep or relax? Yeah, I feel guilty. To be honest, so when I come back to home and I see them sleeping already, and I'm, next day I go, I go to go again. This, I, it's happened sometimes, but what I'm trying to do is to bring them with me and show them what I'm doing and try to give them what I didn't add in the past because uh, when you play, once again, when you play football, everything is about playing this game, but you don't see what is around. At the age of 21, I start to freestyle. I understand how to move my body. I didn't know how to dance. I didn't know how to talk. I didn't know how to speak in English. I never took the flight in my life. So maybe with, I'm not with them as a normal person, but maybe I can give them something else I didn't add when I was young. So talking different language, they live in Dubai, speak English, French, Arabic. Uh, you know, being here, uh, taking flights, uh, connecting with different kind of people. So that's something I didn't add in my childhood. So maybe it's a little bit of compensation I try to give them. And uh, of course, my goal is to develop what I'm doing till the point I can control my time. And that's the biggest challenge I have now, is controlling my time. Because you have many opportunities from everywhere. And every opportunity is maybe the opportunity of your life. So you always try to chase this because it's not like a normal sport. I would love to have like my schedule for the year and stuff like that, but it's not like that. It's like you have to create all the time. Um, you have to think new. So your time is, you don't know what's going to happen in the next six months. As a football player, you know, your season starts this day finish this day, you go on vacation this day. It's nice because you can control your family time. So I want to change my game and my sports to be able to control my time. And that's my, my challenge, actually. Mm. So I could easily say that you're an entrepreneur because in the, in the working world, you have two types of people, right? You have the, the employee that goes to a company, punch in, punch out, same time leaves like a football player that goes to a club. And then you have the business owner or the entrepreneur who creates a business. You're sleeping, you're thinking about work. You're waking up, you're thinking about work. It doesn't stop. So way more challenging. But the, I think the advantages are also good that you, eventually you can manage your own time and your own business. And I, I read something interesting. It said, 
if what you do takes your time, then it's a job, it's not an asset. So you have to figure out some way where you can be sitting at home and still making money. Yeah. It can be your YouTube, it can be your social media, it can be a building, an apartment you buy, whatever. My wife is really good at that. Good? So you have a good partner? Yeah, a really good partner. How's your marriage? Really nice. Uh, I think we, we connect since day one and we have the same idea and same way to develop. And um, it, was, it was really good because we, we are the same in a way. Outside we are showmen and we have a lot to give to people and inside we have a lot of value. Uh, Family-wise, in the religion, everything. It's, it was a good match. Good character as well, <laughs> big character both. And uh, she's the one who make me big on social media. Okay. I was, I'm really a live person. I like to do live shows. I like to, to live the live moment. And at the beginning, I didn't understand people who say, who take their phone and film them and say, oh, I'm in the McDonald's now, I'm gonna eat. Uh, see you guys. I was like, why you do that? You don't need to share. I was old school in this way. And she was the one who tell me, no, you need to post what you do. You need to showcase your move. So she used to tell me, take the ball and do some move. And I'm like, why? So she filmed me. And I was like, no, no, this is not perfect. Let's do it again. And she said, no, let's post. And I see the number of reaction of, about this post was amazing. And I was like, but it's not my best. Say so yes, but it's natural. And that's the moment. And she educated me how to, be, how to perform from the street in front of 200, 300 people, then perform to the, in front of the world in social media. Mm. Then after I just take it and I, I was her student and I, I teach myself how to use this social media power and being better in this world. When what you said since day one, when was day one? Day one was uh, 2013. So yeah. Six to seven years. Yeah. And do you think you still are on the same page? Ah, yes. We have a YouTube channel together, family YouTube channel. Uh, she likes to develop herself also on social. We have different kind of projects. And uh, also it's a good balance because it's always CN, CN, CN. So when we do our social, it's a good balance to put her as in front because Correct. when I heard, know her, she was TV presenter, she was doing different kind of stuff like that. And it's a it's good balance as well for her to be in front. And it's good to do things together, I think, because um, a lot of relationships in the beginning, they're on the same page, but with time and life, and you grow and they grow, uh, they don't grow together. And if you don't grow together, you grow apart. Exactly. And that's why some relationships, they stop and they slow down and some relationships become richer. So it's good that you're still like a partnership, you know? Um, how does it feel, Sian, that... Uh, so now I go back to Sian. How does it feel that now in the career you chose, maybe in a time that Freestyling was not as popular as today when you started, right? Uh, but you took a risk on something that wasn't... It's like somebody being an MMA fighter five years ago or ten years ago. It was not the biggest thing back then. Now it's, it's huge. Now everybody wants to do it, right? But you started when not everybody wanted to be a, a street a showman or whatever. And now you probably met every 
footballer that you respect or that is popular or famous. How does it make you feel? Mm. First of all, when I, before, when I met all these football players, so my goal before was to be a football player and to play against the best in the world. I didn't achieve the dream in the football field, but I play against the best in the world in a different field, so I achieved my dream. And when I was crowned as a world champion, it was Edgar Davids who chose me. So it was like my revenge against football. So my ego gets what he wants. I now is how I, the ball is football for people. And football is 11 aside. So 11 versus 11. But actually, in the world, there is more people playing street football than football. Correct. That means my sport is the most popular sport in the world, but people don't know it. So what I'm trying to do with football players is just make the, my sport bigger and develop the knowledge of the people who can't achieve their dream, don't, who they cannot be a football player, for example. So maybe they can be a freestyler, they can be a futsal player, they can be a street footballer. I just mm. want to show them, like, look, you can, you can be someone else. You can be a YouTuber with the ball. There is many ways. You just you use this ball in a different way. So that's how I, I connect and I try to develop the image with other football players. And my goal would be to organize the MMA of football, for example. Imagine one day I will tell you something, you will know the world will stop. You have Messi versus Ronaldo one-on-one. You will reply to the most common question, who is the best, right? I would say who is the best in one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, in one-on-one, -on -one. Yeah. true. But at the end of the day, what as are the most, what we are consuming in football. We're waiting the moment, we're waiting the goal, we're waiting the skills, we're waiting something special. But, and if you think about what was their first ball when they start, where was it? Was not in, it was not in the football, it was in the street. In the street, correct. So, it's like, bring back the football from where it come from. And that's what I want. I try to do that, that's my goal. When I met you, um, one of the times we were hanging out, you said that a lot of the famous freestyle footballers today on social media, a lot of them you coached or you trained or you brought them up. Correct? Yeah. Uh, how does it feel? Does it feel good that you brought up all of these people or maybe some people that they grew up, they became arrogant or uh, they don't even give credit back or they don't appreciate? You smiled. <laughs> nice one. Um, I, I don't want to have any credit when I teach someone, to be honest. Like, that's not the goal. I really love to teach. It's already give something to myself to see someone in front of me get information, being happy and develop, develop himself. Um, I will say I'm really happy if I can help and I'm really happy I see maybe two or three generations of freestylers being successful and some of them being superstar, let's say, in their country, in their own audience, uh, in YouTube, in Instagram, or uh, also as an athlete. But uh, I think for me, this is not enough. Like I want to make the sports or the expression of freestyle and street football bigger. And, and you can do that only if you create other version of, of freestylers and more there is people who are famous like me, better the freestyle and the street football will be. So it's, uh, it's good and I don't feel 
any problem if someone don't give me credit or don't get back because freestyle is an individual sport. And when, this, when we start freestyle, we want all recognition. We want to be in the middle and people, we want people to clap for us. So at one point we are individual. It's normal, some of the freestyle and street football players who are successful now, they, they take only this energy, just the recognition, and they forgot about credit and help the people who didn't succeed. Yeah. So I understand, it's okay. A lot of people think that uh, a freestyler is not a proper footballer. Although recently I saw you played also different tournaments as a, as a normal football player. Do you think it's true that it's a completely different sport, it's a completely different style that if you're a very good freestyler, it doesn't automatically equal to a good footballer? Of course, it's totally different. I have a good example for that. Imagine, I have a good example for that, yeah. Imagine you have a, a poker player, okay, and a magician. Both play with cards, okay? A poker player, play the game of poker. A game is not the card, it's a paper with rules, writing, and it just, with the, the card is just the instrument of the game, this game. A magician take the card, go outside of the game of poker, and become a technician of the card, not, not a technician of the game of poker. As a freestyler, I take the ball, I took the ball, I go outside of the game of football, and I become a technician of the ball, the instrument not the game of football. The football player, they are technical of the game, but not of the ball. Now is, if you bring me on the football pitch, my level will be, let's say, 40 or 45, and Neymar or Messi is 95, 99, okay? But now, so the difference is 40 or 50. Mm. Now bring them to the World Freestyle Championship. Their level will be 10 or 15, and my level will be 90. So, the, so how you rate? Why is people rate only in this way? Like how a freestyler perform on the football pitch? But can you rate a football player perform on a freestyle pitch? That's the thing. For sure, if you take Nadal and you ask him to play ping pong, he will not perform well. It's two different sports. Tennis and ping pong is different. So freestyle and football is different. Now the question like, who is able to score the most goal? For sure, Messi, Ronaldo are the best. But who is able to do the most tricks or perform the best with this ball? And now, yeah, it's a different question. Or what is the most popular sport? Street football. Mm. And who is the best at this most popular sport? Correct. Yeah. Any regrets? Of course, to be honest, being a football player will be amazing because I can't, I, I can't perform in front of millions of people and it's easy. But in the same time, I'm not sure I will be who I am now and I will, I will be able to, to inspire a lot of people like that now. So no, I, I like what I'm doing. I like, and I'm also always motivating as like I was day one to develop that, that thing and, and open doors. That's my mission. I want to open doors for new generation and create new stuff. Yeah, that's my goal. Um, what makes you feel valuable? You keep talking about inspiring or reaching people or entertaining people or helping people. Why, why do you have this goal so much? When you were young, nobody tried to help you? 
I don't know, to be honest, like, when I was young, I was always alone with my ball, always. Like, I was training, I was trying to find new moves. Like, that's the souvenir I have of me as a, as a boy, you know, as young. But when I understand, um, when I understand I, I can inspire people and like I see their reaction, this is what, what drives me, this is what I like. I like to see smile, I like to see people clapping, I like this feeling, I like to see people asking questions. So I want always to create this situation. That's, that's my motivation, basically. That when there is a show with no crowds, it's really hard for me. I, it's really hard. So, yeah, I don't know what, when and what time I, uh, this became the, the, the stuff, but uh, yeah, that's, I would say, I, people is my motivation, yeah. Mm. I'm trying to picture your childhood or your teenager life, because you're, you're painting pictures in my head of you being with your ball, you're being maybe more alone, not having the, a lot of friends, uh, introvert. And introverts can be very creative people, you know, because they have their own time, they can think alone, they're not distracted all the time. It seems like we're talking to a guy who was a very much a nerd of football, introvert, creative, and then he created this personality called Sian to be the Superman. Like you have with the glasses, you're Clark Kent, mm. and then Sian is Superman, you know? So I'm trying to see why, why? Because when people try to help other people, and you said when a, a guy, a kid takes a picture of me, I will take a picture. I want him to feel maybe I can inspire him or make him happy. It, it, it's not just natural. This is not natural. Most people are selfish. Most people get drunk with power and attention and fame, and they forget to be nice. It's, it takes a different person to be what you're trying to be, is to still connect, to not forget, to be humble. You know, and that's why I'm trying to figure out why. Mm, I don't know. There is maybe a picture, like you just remind me. Many times I was alone in the pitch with my ball trying to play a, a virtual game. You know, like I imagine Imaginary. a game, yeah. I was like, okay, there is a lot of people, we play like that, you know? And uh, when I see the reality was not really what I like, maybe I try to create my own reality, my own rules, my own game, my own tour. Even in freestyle, there is many championships I don't like. And now I try to do my own because, yeah, maybe my, this is my, me as a selfish person, maybe. I don't know. But I don't think it's selfish. I think you don't like to be limited with rules that don't make sense to you. Whether it's religious, whether it's basic logic, or a country's rules, or a sports rules, I don't think you're a person that just says, do they tell you, this is the rule, okay, thank you. No, you'll be like, why? Why is it this way? Why don't we do it this way? Why does this make sense only this way? Let's try to do it in another way. I think you're that type of person. You're a, you're a creator and you want to improve things. I don't think it's selfish. 
I think it's actually the opposite. You want to deliver something better. If you think something is still not good, you want to make it better. I have a cool example about that. Tell me. Like the World Championship Freestyle, the first one was the Red Bull Street Style, 2000, Red Bull Street Style 2008 uh, in Brazil. So Brazil, uh, like this is the football country. I arrived there and the guy start to say the rules. So three minutes, two player, one ball. 30 seconds, I do skills. I pass the ball to you, you do 30 seconds. After three minutes, the judges choose who is the best. The only thing you can't do is to bring material in the, in the stage and take the ball with the hands. And I had many moves using the hands. And they say, yeah, but this is not football freestyle. I'm like, yes, but we are not playing football. We are doing freestyle. So why we are limited the sports? Because we based on football. So they say, yeah, but the rules like that. I say, okay. We did the championship till the semi-final, till the final, I didn't use the hands. But in the final, my opponent, it was a Japanese guy, really, really good, better than me actually. But he was keep repeating the same move over and over. And I know if I do something different, the crowd will scream, then it's gonna affect the judge. So I used the hands and it worked. And at the end, when I won, I see the organizer, I said, you see? <laughs> he couldn't say anything because the crowd is the main judge. If you please the crowd, it's 90% is done, you know? So it was, it's a good example of the rules. It's a good example, yes. Final question. Um, this is actually now, I have to switch it up. How do I pronounce your actual name? Your real name? How do I pronounce Arnaud. it? Arnaud? Yeah, Arnaud. Arnaud? Yes. Okay, so Arnaud in one word. Oh. I will say one word, but it's not, it can't be because I will say simple, but I took too much time. If I was really simple, I will not take that time. So couldn't be simple. Uh, it can be. It's what you feel. It's usually the first thing you feel. I will say, yeah, I will simple. Arno is simple. Okay. And Sian? Sian is... Complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Complicated. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Me too. And I want to say, sure. you're also a big inspiration. I watch a lot of your videos and what you do, and it's um, give me a mirror. Many, sense, many, sen many sentences you said, many stuff you, do, you said is really relevant, and I use it as inspiration. And it's, I'm a... Uh, also, I'm learning your process. So I want to say really great what you do. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. I appreciate well, it, man. No problem. Yalla.